0: Welcome to the Now Is Your Chance podcast with me, Nick Pidgeon, positive psychologist and international success coach. This is the space where you can find inspiration and motivation to live your life with happiness, personal power, and unstoppable success. Of the Now Is Your Trans podcast, where I'm thrilled to welcome onto the show award winning serial entrepreneur Natalie Diver. Natalie is founder of Oh My Glow Detox, the Instagram Academy, and is CEO of Boss Babe, as well as being a very close friend of mine too. Along with a prestigious first class degree in management, Natalie has over eight years of experience working within entrepreneurial ventures. Securing large investment and creating unparalleled social media and online marketing strategies. Hello, and welcome, Natalie. Welcome to the Now Is Your Chance podcast. I'm so so thrilled to have you on the show today, and I know this has been a long time coming. We've been talking about it for ages. So welcome.
1: Thank you. I know we spent some. Much time together i've been so
0: eager to do this and am really excited i know so i couldn't actually believe that we've only known each other for two is it two years did we work it out
1: oh my god it feels like 20. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's been a hard paper round no it did it seems like we've known each other for forever so natalie and i actually met through one of our friends mums who we both worked for at the time So Angie, if you're listening, hello. And that was really um, like a a very chance meeting, wasn't it? And then from there, we went on to continue to work together, to travel the world together. And it's just been nonstop fun and nonstop um, growth for both of us, I think. I'm so proud of everything that you've achieved. I mean, with Oh My Glow, Boss Babe, and now Instagram Academy as well. And I'd love to know from you, just like, where did this whole entrepreneurial kind of flair and desire to be location independent and to create these amazing businesses, where did it come from?
1: Um, that's like the multi-million dollar question. I always get asked this and honestly the answer is, it's always been there. Like. I remember ever since I was little I've always known I'd have my own business it just kind of it just seemed natural to me even though I didn't even know what being an entrepreneur was and then I started kind of doing little entrepreneurial ventures when I was seven or eight um, armed with my candy floss machine and then um, (laughs) starting when I was 12, 13 years old is when I started getting involved um, with the internet and that's when I did stop becoming entrepreneurial and so um when i was 12 and 13 i used to build websites for people um because back then everyone needed a website and no one knew how to do it and then i also started um doing a lot with ebay and just kind of finding my feet a little bit so i i did that and then it just became it just came naturally to me to do management at university because i absolutely love i love business and at the same time i love understanding how people work and so that was just a natural thing And then coming out of uni, I didn't actually have a business idea. I'd worked in startups the whole way through uni, and I founded the Entrepreneur Society, and I was very heavily involved in every bit of entrepreneurship, but I didn't have my own idea. And I always knew when the time was right to kind of launch my business, I I had to have that that idea. So I actually accepted a grad job, but I said to them, can I have some time off to travel the world? And then... um, I'll come back in a year and I'll start. And they were really happy for me to do that, which was really nice. Um, and that's when I started traveling and it, and it just hit me. I thought this is what I want to do, but I'd want to do it more than just a couple of weeks in the year. And then slowly things started falling into place from then. I think, I, well, I'm the kind of person that believes that if you really put something out there and ask for it, the answers kind of come. And mm-hmm. then if you are willing to take the risk and run with it, then you'll get the reward. So I had the idea for Oh My Glow when I was in LA and um, I came back to Europe. I was in France at the time and thought, yep, I'm going to launch it. So I turned down the grad job and that's when Oh My Glow started and then everything else has kind of fallen into place from then.
0: It's been an amazing journey and it's so, so good just to see you grow and to see you really love what you do. I remember that time in LA, so that must have been... So maybe we've known each other for longer then because that time in LA was... Yeah, so the time in LA was two years ago, two and a half years ago from now. So maybe it is four years. That makes me feel better. (laughs) (laughs) So I remember we met up and we went for a juice and we had brunch, didn't we? And then we went and did some shopping and we've got that photo from all those years ago where you, I don't think you even had a business then. And it's just crazy to see that now you've actually got three. It's been so, so, so amazing to watch. What is your favourite thing about being in business?
1: Um, my favourite thing about being in business is the freedom. And I know everyone says it, but it's just what, it's what drives me. I was just talking about it today with the guys in the office, and we were saying, you know, if we don't want to come into work today, we don't have to. If I want to go for a dance lesson at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, I can. Mm. I mean, normally I don't have the time because I so <laughs> Or what you actually have your own business but I like having the flexibility to know well actually if I want to take the day off I'll work on the night time or um or that sort of thing and at the same time having the freedom to be location independent is just really really nice um and yeah that that's really what drives me I've always wanted to be my own boss I've never wanted to be bossed around and so just being able to decide how my day is going to look and how how my life is going to look, where I'm going to be based, and things, that's just so important to me. Mm.
0: Heaven help anyone that tries to boss you around, that's all I can say. Oh, goodness. Well, I've seen all of these brands that you've been developing. I've really watched you and them grow. But let's go right back to the start. Let's talk about Oh My Glow. So can you tell us a little bit about what Oh My Glow is and how you've actually taken that brand and the, the product and the business on the journey?
1: Yeah, so Oh My Glow is um, it's a brand that believes that you should nourish from within to glow on the outside. So we make superfood products um, and health powder products with absolutely no sugars, chemicals, anything artificial. So at the moment we have a beauty blend which is formulated for hair, skin and nails. And then we also have a ready to make brownie mix which is completely vegan. And again, nothing nasty added. And so, um, yeah, when I launched this, um, we did. I didn't have a marketing budget, so I leveraged Instagram. So I launched it, put the brand on Instagram and put myself on Instagram at the same time and spent a lot of time researching how to grow a brand on, on, on Instagram and how to actually monetize a following. And so a lot of my business building has been through Instagram and has been through just learning all the tips and tricks of Instagram marketing. I, with having a, not a great marketing spend and just being, just being a sole founder, um, I didn't have the time to learn how to do everything really, really well. And so I thought, well, rather than do a lot of things okay, I'm going to do this one thing really, really well. And so I put all my time into Instagram and then, yeah, it just kind of took off from there and um, e-commerce sales started very quickly um, and have just grown month by month. Soon, we're going to have a nationwide retail presence. We ship globally. I think we ship to 45 countries within the first six weeks of being in business. Um, So, yeah, it was just really well received. And I think most of that was just because the brand was represented so well online And we've always been very, very ethical and people can trust us. And I think once they trust you and they believe in your brand, they will help you as much as they can. And I just have the best customer base and I can't thank them enough for spreading the word the way they have.
0: Yeah, I absolutely love seeing all of the photos of the gorgeous packaging that you um, always send out with Oh My Glow. And I think as well, the product really, it's testimony to itself because of the results that it actually creates. So I'm a huge fan of Oh My Glow. Obviously, I have a, a big background in health and fitness with being a personal trainer and owning Optimal You. And we like did research. I know both of us did research into what products and ingredients are the best out there. And I know that with Oh My Glow, you've really strived to put the best ingredients in there that create the biggest results. So you've got clients. And we work in completely different industries. This, this product is actually a food product. I'm a, a coach and a, a positive psychologist now. But we have the same kind of demographic. So a lot of women are looking to solve a problem, create a transformation, and really feel better every single day. And I notice the results that you get with Oh My Glow are really helping women all around the world to create that.
1: Yeah, massively. That has been the one thing that has kind of made the sales continue to grow is the results that we've had. And that's what I always wanted from the beginning. I wanted to create a product for women who are the exact same demographic as you. They're busy. They want something that's going to boost their energy. They want something that's going to help their skin. They want something that's going to make them feel confident. Um, And that's just what Oh My Glow does. Every single ingredient in there handpicked and tested thoroughly the way they blend together has been tested so thoroughly and uh, you the thing with oh my glow as well you'll never ever see on our instagram um images that shame that make other girls um feel insecure or anything like you'll never see um thin bikini pictures or not there's anything wrong with them at all but i know my demographic is so varied i would never want to kind of make a woman feel self-conscious to then buy my product i want them to be buying it out of love for themselves mm-hmm. And so I want them to love and care about themselves so much that they want to nourish their body with the best. And that really has set the brand apart because when we came on Instagram a couple of years back, it was all bikini pictures and it was just fitspo and women feeling bad about themselves and the market's changing, thank God. But it was just something I never wanted for myself. And um, and yeah, that, that really has been crucial in being successful with the
0: product I think that definitely is a message that's coming through more and more now and it does help you stand out because it's, it's about what you can add into your life rather than what you can take away. And when you're looking at diet and exercise from a, a deficit-focused approach, you end up feeling bad about yourself. When you, you stop allowing yourself things, you go on a diet or you say, I'm not good enough for that. And what I love about Oh My Glow and about the message that you're sending is you're actually saying that you are good enough So add this amazing product in to make life even better.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like you're amazing the way you are, but if you want to feel even better or you want to keep going the way you are, then do it. But it's so true. Like, look at us. Like, we love a Sprinkles cupcake. You'll never feel bad about it. And that's the way it should be. Like, you should be enjoying life and you should be, having whatever you want, but just making sure that you actually nourish and care about your body. Mm,
0: absolutely, and for, for everyone listening that doesn't know what a sprinkles cupcake is, this is, is it an LA-based brand or they've got them in New York, is that right? Yeah, they've
1: got them everywhere, I think, I don't know what, it was started by a woman called Candy, and I don't know where, but oh my God, amazing. So
0: it's a it's a cupcake store, so there's a few here in LA and what's really unique about them is they do amazing vegan cupcakes. And they also have a cupcake ATM. And then, Natalie, you and I found out that they actually do delivery as well. And so when you were here in L.A. and we were living together, we had the, the, I can't remember what was going on, but there was something you were having, like a a bad day or was struggling with something. And we were sitting across the the table from each other, working on our laptops. (laughs) And I said to you, I was like, I've done something. And you're like, oh, what have you done? And I was like, I've ordered delivery sprinkles cupcakes. Oh my God, I remember that being the best
1: day ever. And then the guy turned up with sprinkles and we could not believe it. We didn't even have to
0: leave the house. It's so good, but it's so bad at the same time. When I was writing my book, I was obviously, I did like a lot of hours and I was doing it really intensively and like working on it a lot and focusing on it and I was getting to the point where I was really craving these sprinkles cupcakes. So I ordered one of them. And it's fine when you do it with a friend, you can kind of get away with it. And you can understand that it's something that's fun. But when you start to order them on your own, <laughs> yeah, if it's make
1: you feel better then I'm
0: yeah, definitely. They were so, so good. So it was amazing, um, you, obviously being over here in L.A. we've been here together quite a few times now. I came over to see you in New York. Obviously, we're, we're both from the same place in, in Newcastle. What is it that's helped you actually give yourself permission to, to do all of this travel and to, to go anywhere in the world? What is it that's helped you see that that's possible?
1: So my first, I, I've always um, kind of went abroad and loved it, but I always knew that I wanted to live in LA someday. The first time I travelled was actually to Thailand, and I volunteered um, like on the Bermuda border, and I travelled for six months, and that's when I kind of got the bug a little bit. So then, when I was starting to put my business together, uh, every step I took, I was making sure that it was going to be location independent. I never went into the business with an idea that it would be um, me working from a desk in Newcastle. So I just always had that in the top of my head that this will be a location independent business. And I will be honest, sometimes it's very, very difficult. And I'm home right now because I have to be for the business. And you just have to be very, very flexible. Sometimes you do have to be back where the, the office is and sometimes you can travel. And it's just all about balancing that as much as possible Um, and making sure that even when you are traveling you're so efficient with your time Mm. you really have to make sure you're not just taking holidays all the time and you are actually working and as long as you've got a good team in place and you've got really really good operations then there's absolutely no reason that you can't do it it's all about personal
0: preference really I think. Yeah, and I think it's also like what you said, like you've always had that intention and you've always had that big vision. So for anyone that's listening that's wants to go location independent, you have to make sure that the the steps that you're taking are actually in the direction of that vision as well. And I think you can it can be easy to 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 choose to have this location independent business and then everybody thinks that you're on a permanent holiday when i when i look at the travel that i've done over the past 2 years one of the one of the trips has actually been a holiday and every single other trip has had a purpose and intention i've been speaking somewhere it's been a meeting and it's it it becomes your life and your lifestyle as well so it means that it's even more important to get this structure into place to make sure that, just like you said, you're being efficient and you're actually being effective when you're travelling. It's very easy to try and operate on permanent jet lag, which is not... I would definitely wouldn't recommend it. How do you actually manage to maintain your efficiency and your effectiveness when you are travelling? What kind of structures or systems do you have in place? So the first
1: thing which... I think that kind of goes against what a lot of entrepreneurs do. I will absolutely not work on the plane. Um, I won't work in, in an airport. Um, and whenever I'm traveling, that is my time. I'm very in the moment. I'm not doing a million things at once. And that time that I have free, I use to sit and work out my structure. So um, I plan the time when I land. Like, I plan everything that's going to happen. So rather than working and just continuously going through things, I'm like, okay, this is a break now. And when I get off the plane that's a completely new start in mm-hmm. this direction. These are my goals. This is my structure. This is how it's gonna look. Um and then when I first get to a new place I take two days. Um I mean obviously I work, I do my emails and Instagram and things, but I take two days to really settle in. So that means fully unpacking. Um rather than getting there, dumping my suitcase and getting to work, I fully unpack, I go grocery shopping, I do a little explore of the area and I normally meet a friend to kind of settle in and that's and on the third day when I wake up it's like, Okay, you're back to reality now. This is your nine to five work life and that's when it starts again. And so that little thing in between for me is so important because I do get really overwhelmed quite easily. And so just having the time and being really present and having time to like read and reflect does the world of wonders for me and it really makes me feel good when I actually land. Mm-hmm. Um and then when I'm away As I said I find I find somewhere that I can work so whether it's like a shared office space a particular coffee shop or if I have space in the apartment that I'm living in I'll make an office but I prefer not to work from home Um, and I have very structured days nine to five if I can it's often difficult because you work within so many time zones so I'll try and have those in office hours and then I'll be available through my phone kind of whenever Um, and then my weekends I try and take off and use it to explore but yeah, it's just all about balance. It's knowing that I have to be available most times, but I have to have the structure of a location. Um, but it's those couple of days that I do take when I first get there that help to kind of like calm me down and just get my head sorted. That's really important for me.
0: I love that idea. It's like a a, a ritual. It's almost like something that you do every single time, which is like a, a success success hack for you. I think it's a brilliant idea, and i've actually I've seen you go out exploring before, like I'm just going out for a little walk, a little wander around
1: <laughs> okay. when I get when I first get somewhere the, the best thing I can do is go out for a walk I just love to explore even on my own I'll put podcasts on or even without podcasts I'm so happy in my own company I just love to explore
0: yeah, that's definitely um one of the i think a lot of people view the entrepreneurial journey as being something that is uh, something that takes a lot of bravery because so much of it is spent on your own, especially if you are location independent or if you work from home. If you don't have an office yet, if you don't have a team yet, it can be really, really isolating. And that's why it's so much fun to choose to work with other people. I know like we've worked on various different projects together, which has always been so much fun. We have created pop-up offices in Central Park together. which is, that is true location independence. I wrote a, um, a blog for Boss Babe a few weeks ago and I was talking about all of the different things that happen as a location independent entrepreneur. And one of the things was when you live in a hot country, so in LA, we'd go out into the yard and do like a, try and do a video or try and work on our laptops and they'd end up overheating. So you try, you try and live the laptop lifestyle and you end up sitting inside in an air conditioned room instead
1: like trying to work around the pool you've got to hide your laptop with a towel and yeah I mean it's a great problem to have but yeah it's so true and it is an isolating life for sure and that really does get me sometimes that's probably the the one thing that I actually struggle with the most um well have struggled with the most is kind of the loneliness of being an entrepreneur when you're traveling so much um when you're not around people that are doing what you're doing and they don't really understand it becomes really really difficult And that's the reason that I love Boss Babe so much because it is this ready-made community of women doing the exact same thing as you. So when you're having a bad day or you need some advice, you can just kind of go into the academy and post and it does make you feel so much better knowing that there's people there for you because like when, so I'm at home now, I actually do have an office and it's filled with people and it's amazing because I just love to be around people. But whenever I'm traveling and I don't have that, My online communities are just so important to me. And obviously, having friends like me and you, we talk. Well, whenever we're awake, we're talking. (laughs) (laughs) We're voicing each other. And we're like joined at the hip. And it's so nice because we always know what's going on. We can always give advice. And it's just finding someone like that, I think, is so important.
0: Mm, Definitely. It's definitely good to have someone that's on the same path as you. Like I always say, this is like finding out who your genius team are. So someone that's not necessarily doesn't have to be in the same line of work, but someone that's got the intention to grow as quickly as you want to grow. And it's definitely, I mean, we're now coined Nick and Nat. I know you hate being called Nat, but it does work for the purpose of the the hashtag Nick and Nat for the, the ridiculous things that we go through together, the amazing successes, the, the hilarious experiences. It's so nice to be able to have a friend to actually go on that journey with you.
1: Yeah, totally. I love this Nick and Nat thing. Um, and, and it is really nice because we're completely different industries, but we fully understand. And it's just nice to have someone like that. And I think, I, I just wrote a blog post the other day about it. And it's like, when you get into business, you'll you'll have three things with your friends you'll have a friend that completely gets what you do she does something similar herself she's always there to chat about it you do a lot of late night working together she's like your business bff the second thing that would happen is the friend she won't understand at all what you do she doesn't do the same thing she has a normal job but she's got your back hundred percent even if she doesn't understand she's always there she always listens i'll always offer advice or the third thing is you will drift away from someone because they're not interested, um and they don't get it. And so you kind of you learn that you're gonna your friends are gonna turn into one of those three mm. options and having a mix of one and twos is just so important. You want friends that don't get it and you want when you go out with them to never have to talk about yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And at the same time you want friends who do get it and you can't always talk about it with them. And so it's it's really nice to find a support network where you have a mix of the two.
0: Absolutely that's amazing advice. I absolutely love that and I definitely think as well like people shouldn't feel bad about friends falling away. I think that the more that you can let go of th- things that aren't necessarily serving you and the more that you can let go of the the idea that a friend needs to be a friend and fulfill all sorts of roles within your life, the more peace you can find within yourself and you, the more you a, will actually be able to develop strong and lasting relationships. Because I think, yeah, like I think when we put a box around people and we say, right, okay, so I've got this friend from school and, now that I'm on this entrepreneurial journey, I need her to understand me. I need her to be there for me. I need her to be able to talk to me about it. It's like you're putting so many expectations on a relationship and on people that really, if you just allow them to, to flow and you let go of them, letting go of that expectation can really help you understand, like understand and be grateful for the things that you do have in a relationship. It's when we try and make someone everything for us. That we get into trouble. So I love those little um, tips that you've shared. They're so, so awesome. Um, that,
1: well, I was just going to say, no, that's so true because in um, these relationships, when whenever they fade away or, or something happens, it teaches you so much. Mm. And I think sometimes we expect so much from people and we don't look at it from their perspective. At, okay, this person is now becoming an entrepreneur. She's going to have very little social time she's going to want to talk about the business all the time she might move away and leave me behind we forget the thoughts that might be going through that person's head and so sometimes it's just not made to work anymore and just being able to let go of that and not and not think they're a bad person because they don't support you because they're not and just kind of letting it be it's so important
0: definitely and I think as well like we're so invested in our businesses in our careers because The new kind of generation, the millennial generation of running business is you do something that you love, you do something that you're passionate about, and you put so much of yourself into your business that it ends up feeling like it's like a reflection on you, which it absolutely is. And you end up feeling so attached to your business that you think that everybody should talk about it. But imagine like if in our mum and dad's generation where someone was going to an office job or maybe someone's like a lawyer or a doctor, you wouldn't always bring that experience to the dinner table with you or to your night out with you. So it's important as an entrepreneur just to realize the the boundaries and also having that space to, to not talk about work, to talk about stuff that's fun and remember that having fun is so important as well. Drink all the wine. Oh my goodness. I think I actually put that in. um, I don't know if you've read the the blog that I did on Boss Babe. It was about um, three things that I'd learned in the last week of business. And it was, did you read it? Yeah. And one of the things that I actually said on there, I was talking about you, and it was kind of echoes what you've just said about needing to have a partner in crime. So needing to have that person that you can go to because I know there's been a time when you've been in New York and you've been crying your eyes out and we've got on the phone. There's been a time when I've been in LA and I've been crying my eyes out and you've got on the phone. And it's like having that that person that's on the roller coaster journey with you to really support you when you're in these different experiences. It's it's so 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 powerful.
1: It is. And also an amazing thing about that is so like I read I did read the article about how it's a roller coaster and it is so up and down like one day it'll be so high up and one day it'll be so low down but if you're if you've got a partner in crime her days are exactly the same so if you're having a bad day she might be having an awesome day so drop your day and celebrate hers instead and then it kind of makes your day feel so much better and there's always something going on which reminds you why you're doing what you're doing
0: absolutely i love i love 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 the power of celebration whether it's something big or something small we really do deserve to celebrate it all and that's actually a something that can develop your relationships into the positive if you have someone that's trying to tell you a good piece of information rather than saying well oh that's awesome natalie but this really bad things happened to me today and deflecting it the best thing that we can do to solidify the relationships that we do have is to actually ask questions about it. And it sounds like common sense, but it's something that's so easy not to do. So if you tell me a piece of good news, like the best thing that I can do to strengthen our relationship is to say, oh my goodness, that's amazing. Tell me more about it. What's going to happen next? How do you feel? And really like savor that moment to get the most out of it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And that's such a good tip as well. People should definitely definitely be doing that always always ask questions and ride through it with them enjoy it celebrate
0: yay so you mentioned before instagram has been absolutely um a huge support to you and your business when you've been growing them you also have a a a program called the instagram academy so i guess what you've done with this because Natalie is the absolute guru of Instagram. You've helped me so much with <laughs> getting my shocking photos um, wow. to a place where I'm actually proud of them. And you've helped me so much with growing my following. And we've had so many laughs along the way. I mean, it doesn't always go smoothly. There's, there's, I remember, can you remember when I was starting to do videos as well? And I was <laughs> setting, up, setting up what would look good as a, a photo and a video in my house. And this is something that everyone will experience along the way. And it's definitely a teaching and a learning that you don't have to be at absolute perfection straight away. As long as you're learning and you're growing along the way, whether it's getting a set up, a corner in your house that you can do, shoot video and you can shoot, um, take photos. It's all a learning and the step by step by step, you will get there. So I want to know about exactly what Instagram Academy is and about how you've learned those tools and how other people can learn from you.
1: Yeah. So, um, Instagram Academy is a 10 week course that teaches people how to not only grow their following, but to monetize it. I think sometimes people are too focused on the numbers and not the right numbers. It's like their follower numbers and not their bank balance. Mm. Whereas I think if you are growing your following and you, you, Kind of have a reason for doing it, you should be making money from the very beginning. I mean, you can make money from having 500 followers. So, this course really teaches you how to get a big account, grow a big account as a blogger, a brand, an influencer, and then it teaches you all the tips and tricks of monetization as well. And so, it helps you take a brand that's making no money and has very little presence to being a brand that's incredibly well represented on Instagram and is making a lot of money quite passively. Um it's not a it's not an academy that teaches you about passive income, but it shows you how to make tools work for you so that you don't have to spend the time doing that so you can spend time in other parts of your business. Mm. I think if you can automate something, you should do it and then you can spend more time on generating profit and growing in other ways and so that's what instagram academy does and the way it's different is because I've used my businesses and my business as case studies throughout and this is just what I've learned through doing it's all about doing and I've really pulled in my business background and there's a lot of different um, modules in it that kind of pull away from Instagram as well and it's all about building a mailing list as well and making sure you're making sales through funnels and it's really all about the online marketing presence and influence that you have for doing it through Instagram so I learned all of this I mean really trial and error I spent hours and hours and on end trawling through forums trying things seeing what worked and it took me probably about a year and a half to put all to like get all the content that I have now for the academy and um and I think that it really is the best way to learn speak to people who do know and do your research and use trial and error and definitely invest in courses if you think they're going to like benefit you if you don't want to spend like a year and a half teaching yourself something pay for a course. And get someone who is an expert to teach you how to do it
0: definitely it's so much easier you literally save years by investing in a coach or investing in, in a program like this so who is the program for who is Instagram Academy for
1: so it's just from anyone who wants to monetize Instagram so if you're an influencer it works if you're a blogger it works even if you're a wannabe influencer and blogger and you have no idea then it works for you and then on the flip side if you're a brand It teaches you how to do that because I see this from a lot of different perspectives because I run my company from Instagram. At the same time, I have my own Instagram account. I run a boss babe, boss babe, my other business, that account, you know, we have so many followers and then I also help um, bloggers and so it really is for anyone that wants to learn how to do it because all the procedures and tips and tricks and tools are exactly the same no matter what you do. Um growing the accounts and monetizing them are the exact same. You just have to tweak them a little bit depending on what you do.
0: Can you give us like an insider secret? So if you had to give someone like one piece of Instagram advice, what would it be?
1: Um, collaborate with other people. Don't expect to be able to grow an account completely on your own without collaborating with anyone. Um, to to get seen and to grow, you have to be seen by other people's audiences and that comes through collaboration um that is my key tip for anything is collaborate
0: Mm, I think that came through a lot so um the bloggers that we met you know um when we were in LA a lot of their success had come through collaborations as well and I think it's a really beautiful thing because it's not saying that you you can't do it on your own it's I for me it's it's more fun to do it with other people you can create so much more and rather than taken the hard path, you can actually do something that is so much easier, is so much lighter and brighter, and you can get to meet people as well along the way, whether it's doing a podcast together like this, or if it's um, like a, a cross-promotion affiliate scheme, you really do build your network as well as building your business.
1: Yeah, totally. It's much better to do it with people, they understand as well, they have, they're trying to do the exact same thing that you're doing, they're trying to reach the same audience. So if you can collaborate and do things together, it's so much more fun and it's it's a way of getting your profile seen that is is not going to be seen otherwise.
0: Definitely. So I always like to ask on the Now Is Your Trans podcast, being a positive psychologist and all, what are you doing to keep yourself happy? What would be your happiness hacks that you can share with everyone listening?
1: Oh, oh my god, this is an exciting. <laughs> my head off getting ready to answer. um okay so the first thing is I absolutely love exercise but I'm like particular about the kind of exercise that I like so I'm really really into bar I, I did ballet from being two two years old so that for me just feels very natural and it's always made me very very happy so um I go to a lot of bar classes and bar style classes like um, cardio and TRX style but that incorporate bar work and really work your legs and things. That just makes me feel really happy Um, and if I can, I'll do two classes a day. If they're like 45 minute classes, I'll back to back them Um, or I'll do one in the morning and one on an evening. Moving for me is just the most important thing. It can make my day so much better just sweating things out dancing along to music like dancing for me is just like absolutely amazing so that's the first thing that makes me happy second thing is so I have one of these electronic vaporizers (laughs) (laughs) it's a really weird tip I know but just bear with me so basically it's this thing that you plug into the wall and you put some water in you then you drop some essential oils in turn it on and it like has all these calming spa lights and it blows the scent into the air and so I have two So I have one in the office, and it has an energizing, happiness blend. Then I have one at home, and it has a calming, relaxing blend. So when I get into the office, um, I normally put it on, and it comes on continuously, like, at different times throughout the day. And it makes me so happy just to, like, be in an environment that is so, like, uplifting and nice and feels good, and it makes me really happy. And then on an evening, I put it on in my room, and when I'm, like, going to bed, it just makes me feel really, really good. Love that. Um my other thing is reading I always have my Kindle on me and whenever I feel like I need a break or anything because I work a lot with social media just taking a little break on my phone doesn't really work and so I have my Kindle and I'll just go for a cup of tea Um and the combination of having a cup of tea and 10 minutes of reading time literally makes me feel so happy mm. and it just... It's just one of those things that will always be a little cure for me. And if it's a really bad day I'll even have a biscuit dipped in the
0: <laughs> That is a very good happiness hack. I remember we used to spend many of a time meeting at the cooker in um in LA to how how strange is it in here in LA that they don't have the electric kettles that we have yeah. in so- in England. They had like the, the old school put it onto the, the gas hob and heat it up, which was so bizarre. But tea is definitely a happiness hack. Absolutely.
1: It is. And actually in the office right now, I have one of those continuous, you know how it's always hot and you just get it out of the tap thing.
0: Yeah, that's very good.
1: So it's tea on tap. And my final happiness hack is a product um, and it's a magnesium spray and you spray it directly onto your skin um, and your like body absorbs it and I put it on every night and it makes me sleep really, really mm. well and... Um, I know it like replenishes a lot in your body. You'll, you'll be able to tell them more about this, what magnesium does, but it's just so good for you and it makes me sleep better. And for me, if I sleep well, I know I'm gonna be happier. So sleep and magnesium helps me.
0: Yeah, so magnesium is a really calming mineral and most of the population are actually deficient in it. So this is something that I did a lot of work with, where through my own struggles of not being able to sleep very well, but also when I was running like detox cleansers and things as a personal trainer, And I know that it gives you the most amazing sleep. It can also give you some pretty funky dreams. And I've taken it before in a tablet form, but I've never tried the spray. So I'll have to try that. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's really good. You build it up. So you start with a couple of
1: sprays per night and you can build it up to like 10, 15. And so when you have it in a spray, it goes straight through and is like absorbed really quickly by your body. So a lot of people swear by the spray and I give it a try. And yeah, I absolutely love it. And the good thing about being in spray form is, so what if I've been like training really hard and my legs are really sore, it actually helps relieve your muscles as well.
0: Awesome. I'm going to go on Amazon and order some after this. (laughs) So tell us what is next for Natalie Diver or DJ Diver, as we so affectionately call you sometimes. (laughs) So pretty nicknames,
1: I love it. What is next? it's all empire building. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, no, um, continue growing my, all my businesses. Um, I want them to start to take on, um, a new stage in their business life. So I'm putting a lot of time into, uh, the actual growth strategy and things. So there's an, as well as that, there's going to be another location change for me. um, And then there's a little, well, I say little, there's something big happening with Oh My Glow, which is the reason that I'm in England. So soon England's going to be seeing a lot more of Oh My Glow.
0: I'm so so excited for this because I know exactly what that is. And it's huge. I'm so proud of you. So, so proud. And I know that despite all of this huge success that you've experienced, this is only the beginning there's so much growth on its way for you. I'm so, so proud of you and I'm so grateful for you coming on the show today. Thanks so much, Natalie.
1: Oh, thank you. I've had the best time. Uh, Thank you for having me. And if any of you want to connect with me um, or email me, that's absolutely fine. My Instagram is at natalie.diver and my email is natalie at omgdetox.com. And I love it when you guys email me.
0: I know you respond personally to all of your emails it's something that really creates the biggest difference when you're building your community so make sure you check Natalie out I'll also be sharing her links in the show notes from the show so thank you so so much Natalie it has been an absolute pleasure and a gift to have you on the show
1: thank you see you later